It's Elite POV. Coming live to your area on Twitch.tv. Yo, it's clear to see when you open up your feed that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. We bring the heat to your screen every week cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. So understand every time that we speak that ain't nobody better than Elite POV. Our three letters is all you'll ever need cause ain't nobody better than Elite POV. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Elite POV, where it's podcast time, and you know what that means. I'm one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philliam. And as you see with the setup, Ant's running a little bit late, but he will just jump in when he gets time, and we'll get everything going. But for now, the people who are here, let me go to, first off, the draw, Jackie Rodriguez. What is up? Hey. Everybody, as you can see, I'm repping today. I got my... Latina shirt on. Uh, I totally copped this idea off of Mercedes Martinez. She wore it on an episode of Dynamite, and I had to get me one. But uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the chat. Nice to see all your beautiful faces in here, even though we're not really seeing your faces. We're just seeing names. We're not? I'm Wait, on what? One. I'm on one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's that Latina. It's that Latina heat. Latina heat. And that other voice you hear. <laughs> Is the producer, the Canadian prince himself, Kyle Masters, what is up? Oh, I'm going to be producing hardcore today, especially when Ant gets in here. Because if you guys don't know how Discord works, as soon as a new person joins the chat, all the webcams go. (laughs) So when Ant does join, everyone that's watching the video version, best be prepared for a tornado to hit hit the chat and go crazy. We'll still be talking. We'll be all right. But, you know, I'll adjust on the fly. But uh, what's going on, everyone? Here to talk. I got my awesome. So this the shirt I'm wearing is hilarious. So me and Jackie were talking about this before we got on. Um, so this is the One Winged Angel shirt. This is by, what is that company called, Jackie? The uh, Oh, Clothesline Apparel. Clothesline Apparel. So the thing is, they make really cool and comfortable clothing. Unfortunately, I ordered this shirt from the Global AEW Shop website, which is doesn't actually have the same material as the as that company so they just took the logo and printed it on a crappy get what's that shirt gildan you know i'm that that basic shirt company that really they just printed it on there so it's not actually it's not actually the clothesline apparel material it's just the logo pasted onto this one but um i'm excited to talk to aw a lot happened yesterday was probably the most craziest episode of dynamite that we've had in a while and um, we're literally one week away from the go home show for revolution and man oh man are we heating up and before we get into all of that because like i said we have a ton of stuff to talk about tonight we like to remind you that we do this show every thursday live at 7 p.m eastern on twitch.tv slash elite pov live and if you missed that the replays go up on youtube.com slash elite pov later that night or the next day and also available anywhere you guys find your podcast so if you can't see it in video form 
You could also listen there on audio. And if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash elite POV. We have some great stuff coming, so stay tuned for that. Uh, after the show, we do an after show. So if you're a Patreon, you could ask questions. We'll answer it on the show. We have a lot of fun doing that every week. Um, if you guys want to buy some of our great merchandise, ElitePOVmerch.com. As we <laughs> said on last week's episode, we are purging the store. It's been purged. And it's been purged. <laughs> so the store has been purged. Get ready for some new designs going up. There's one design that should be going up shortly. So, so I got some news about that. I probably should have told the team today, and I totally skipped my mind because, you know, I had like a... My, mm-hmm. I got busy in the afternoon today with my job, um, and I'm like, okay, don't, uh, as soon as I'm done work, I'll measure team, by the way. I purged the site. Totally forgot to do it. Spaced out. Anyways, I've spaced. I, I've purged the site. There's two designs on there you can buy still. So the regular logo shirt with our logo that's right there in the layout. Mm-hmm. And the brand new design has been launched, folks. Yes. You, heard us, you hear us say all the time here on the show, baby faces <laughs> have no friends yeah. is officially on ElitePOVmerch.com for you guys to get. And I'm currently designing a bunch of other logos that will be put on the website. Basically sayings that you hear on here. Um, the uh, We have an idea for the you don't need a coffee cup to have a coffee logo that's going to be made. That's going to go actually on a coffee cup, coincidentally. So <laughs> um, it's going to be coming soon. I'm still designing that. It's in beta. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. Like Phil said, uh, um, some crazy designs are coming to that merch store so yeah if you guys want to support us patreon and elite pov merch is the best way or if you want to drop subs in the chat like the best in the world last week jermazing did so we appreciate anything and reminder this doesn't go to any of us it all it goes right back into the show and actually currently it is all going for our all-out budget because we all plan to go to all-out and make some great content for you guys but enough of the promoting let's get right into this a ton of stuff happening in the world of AEW, we're definitely ramping up for Revolution, which is less than a week away now, or about like a week and a half away at this point. So some of the news that is going out there right now is Tony Khan is teasing another huge announcement. <laughs> People are speculating that it could be either him buying Ring of Honor. It could be him buying the just the, the library, like the tapes of Ring of Honor, all the old like stuff. Or it could be a huge conjoined show between AEW, new japan maybe impact triple a whatever doing some huge event that we've all wanted them to do maybe like an all-in style event especially if they're if if he buys the rights to ring of honor why wouldn't he also buy all in because ring of honor owns all in but uh kyle i'll start with you how do you feel about the potential of something huge coming well with the tony khan announcements i i always go to the the uh the DJ Khaled meme. Another one. Another one. Another one. It seems like I, I'm kind of leaning on the boat as of late that he's kind of falling into the too many announcements train. He kind of needs to slow it down a little bit. You don't need to have a big announcement every week. And why not just have one of these announcements be a surprise? Why do you have to come out and say, oh, and put an advertisement on Dynamite? Mm-hmm. It's a big announcement on Dynamite next week. And then we get to Dynamite, nothing happens. Oh, there's legal teams involved. And, you know, it's coming. Don't worry. Then don't make the announcement that there's going to be an announcement this week. It's, it's gotta, you gotta t- kind of got to tone down on the announcement thing a little bit. But I'm excited to what it could be because he did uh, say on before Dynamite on the AW Twitter account that, um, there's some legal teams involved and they're trying, you know, they're, they're crossing the T's and dotting the I's. They're getting stuff finalized. There's a lot of rumors. Um, a lot of the top uh, dirt sheet people really don't even know either. It's been really kept hush-hush. 
they're speculating that it could be either, um, yeah, Tony Khan possibly buying Ring of Honor. It, it, that's a little bit far-fetched, all of them have been saying. They're leaning more towards like a partnership with a New Japan for a super, super show or a partnership to have a streaming service for AEW. Um, one name that's been talked about is HBO Max because they can capitalize on the popularity of HBO Max right now. That would draw a lot of eyes over to AEW, especially the crowd that is watching HBO Max that might not, you know, really watch professional wrestling right now. You got shows on there like Peacemaker and uh, Euphoria that are like the bang, like the, the top yep. shows right now. And you got Euphoria a lot of eyes is the number on one it. show in the in the world right now. So. Exactly. So why you not? Figure a lot of people are. Yeah, it, it's. It's very similar to the Netflix model of the same thing that uh, Lucha Underground like had a resurgence. I mean, I know for me personally, right? Once they put that on Netflix, I was able to go back and actually watch it because I don't have the L Ray Network, so I wasn't able to watch it when it was on TV live. So you know, people get bored. People, you know, a lot of these streaming apps have like a random function now, so people do that or like, oh, I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid, and it's on the main page, so you click it, right? I'm sure a ton of people who used the Peacock app, even though the app is an absolute piece of shit. Probably, yeah, probably stumble upon WWE stuff all the time. So I think it'd be really cool with the success of a Peacemaker or the success of, you know, right now, Euphoria, like I said, being the biggest show in the world and just the Game of Thrones and Sopranos and all this crazy stuff that HBO Max has that it'll draw an audience. So, I mean, I hope so. The only problem that I have with that, Kyle, is like you don't have HBO Max. Yeah. Right. It's not available in Canada. So I don't know if they would put it on a streaming service that isn't available worldwide. Yeah. The fight TV option, does that have like a an on-demand function on it? Or is it just solely for the purpose of streaming? No, nah, it's on demand. Once it, okay, it's well, up there, you can you if you click the link, you could it's always up there. Right. But then so wouldn't they have the advantage of already having something similar to having a streaming service? Like here in the US, we're like screwed because if you have um, like Hulu, I used to have Hulu live mm -hmm. and they would have like maybe 10 episodes backlogged. And then once you know, the next, the newest one came out, the the 10th oldest would disappear yeah, and you right. just can't mm -hmm. go back and watch anything. Um, mm -hmm. And I think for like, I used to be able to go into the, the VR live app and catch some old episodes, but now it's like the U S is like, huh, once it's done and it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, just please be our live. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that app was the worst, bro. It I, was so bad. I mean, Tony Khan did say that it's something people are not expecting. What if? I know this is a big what if, like a very big what if. What if he's figured out the way to have their own streaming service, like we had the WWE Network? What if he figured out and found a team that could design him a network that's similar to the WWE Network? That would be heavenly. <laughs> that would be great because WWE Network was great. It was perfect. Like, no, yeah. It had, its, I, it had yeah. its issues, but everything's going to have its issues. But I, I thought it was awesome. So. I, it, it was everything was just there, especially like it's been we've been like almost four years now. Right. Like, yeah, because remember, it's three, three years on TV. But there was that year before, you know, they were on TV. So like there's enough content to watch and there's enough stuff to go in. And then if they, if they take the stuff that's on YouTube, maybe throw that on there. If people are not on YouTube and there's a lot of opportunities BT can to go on there. The vlogs, oh, yeah, man. people's vlogs yeah. start the start. They can have a whole vlog section of every superstar. Cause like almost all the roster has a vlog. <laughs> so AEW, let this be known. We are willing to work for you. Yeah. We will do this podcast. We will review blogs. Yeah, we'll vlogs, 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 whatever that we'll, we'll review it all. Jackie will show you how she cuts her shirts. Jackie <laughs> and Nyla Rose will do a talk show. Yeah. Hey. 
I mean, I'm all for it. He's a billionaire. He has, he, I mean, he does have the resources to go out and, and you know, he would have had a team sit down. Okay. What did the WWE network have? Can we get something like this? It's possible. We can fund it. I'm a billionaire. Go out and find something like that. They find it. It's something that no one's really expecting. Right. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that Tony Khan's, you know, maybe not signed with like an HBO Max or a Fight TV or something like that, but he's just designed his own. So, yeah, we'll very, see. Very well, true. I guess we'll see. I mean, even a New Japan Super Show will be really cool. Everyone's clamoring for that because of all this New Japan, like, people showing up and it just makes sense. And, you know, it'd be a perfect place to do it finally in, in the Elite versus the Bullet Club kind of thing. You know, like, they, they have the, the card. I imagine Tony Khan has a card written down of if this ever happens what matches want to go down, right? So I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, he says we'll know soon, I guess, whenever this is finalized. I'm going to assume maybe at Revolution now that we're almost uh, getting pretty close. Actually, it'll be a week Sunday. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what it is, though. But yeah, tone down on the advertising. There's a big announcement next week. Tony Khan's announcement. Tony Khan's announcement. Okay. Leave some stuff for a surprise because that also pot gets the boy, you know, pops the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if, if there's anything we love here, <laughs> if there's anything that we love here, it's popping the boys, right, yeah. Kyle? <laughs> so, another big uh, news that's been out there right now is the reports that Shane Strickland, aka Scott, aka Strickland now from Hit Row. Uh, has reportedly signed a deal with AEW. So, Jackie, I'll start with you. Um, are you excited about this? And do you think this is a good signee for them? Uh, I always say I'm excited whenever they bring somebody <clears throat> new in because of the hype that surrounds them and the possibilities of just new matches and rotating the roster a little bit. Um, Shane, Shane Strickland came in at a time where I was not watching the other product. So... Again, I'm going into this completely blind, not really having a, a lot of experience in the what he's product. done previously. Yeah, the other product. I said it. Wow. <laughs> he who shall not be named. No, um, you got Voldemort <laughs> the, over there. The Voldemort yeah. of, the, of the wrestling world. No, but like I said, it's always... Does that mean Tony Khan's yeah, Harry I, Potter? I think so. I mean, yeah. I guess it could. It, it, he's it here could to save us. Yeah. He's here to save us. But no, yeah, bring them in. And I, I like I've been pleasantly surprised with a lot of people that I haven't been familiar with thus far. So let's go. What do you think, Kyle? I'm I'm excited. Like I I've I saw a very brief of him in NXT. Um I liked what I seen. I really wasn't uh I really wasn't uh, on the board of him going up to the main roster so soon. And I was I wait I wasn't watching NXT, but when I seen that they called them up already, I'm like, well, that seems a little quick for anyone in NXT to be called up that quick. Um, so and then look what happened. Um, Just to be let go. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of clips that people have been sharing ever since the news broke out. Um, you know, I, I, I got to be excited. I mean, if he can, I haven't really heard him on the mic. I don't really haven't heard any promos by him. I haven't watched anything by him. If he is good in the pro, on promo wise, sure. Uh, but I know in ring he's really good, so I know it's another a great talent to sign to AEW. Um, it's tough. It's really tough for me to go. I can't sit here and like kind of fantasy book him because I really haven't thought too much about it. Um, if he can be a good hand for Tony Khan, sure, bring him into the roster. I mean, I'm not on the 
the fence where people think the over. I mean, it, in a way, AW's roster is is a little bit too much right now. But I'd rather have a roster with a lot of talent than nothing at all. And then when injuries happen, you're screwed. So very true. Um, very looks true. Like, I, you know, there's all these rumors about contracts being up soon and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there might be, you know, an exodus of some other talent, you know, to make room for this, oh, these newer acquisitions. We'll talk about, I'm sure we're going to be talking about the one. <laughs> well, let's, let's go right into it. Right. Yeah. So before I, I'm extremely excited, I think Swerve is fantastic. I loved him in NXT and even listen, I was never a fan of hit row. Right. But that was never that was a it. knock against him. Right. I, I yeah. thought he is far beyond, one of the most talented people that they had. And the fact that they even let him go is mind-blowing because he is absolutely incredible in the ring. Uh, he didn't really cut that many promos where he wasn't, like, rapping when I watched it because by the time he won the, the North American title, I had already stopped watching. Yeah. But he's a fantastic wrestler, so it's definitely... But the one thing that we were kind of mentioning, chat, if you guys didn't know, so Sean Ross Sapp is reporting that he's heard from a good source uh, that Brian Cage, that AEW has exercised <laughs> the option this is on weird. Brian Cage's. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Brian Cage, here comes in. Here comes uh, in. Oh, now I got to put him in. The, then I got to put him yeah. in the thing. <laughs> so, AEW has exercised the option on the final year of Brian Cage's contract, which is weird because not only us as people who watch as fans, but a lot of people within that company assumed. Brian Cage would be let go, but now he's coming back. So, Jackie, I, I mean, we—I know you're not excited, but like, how just crazy is this news, really? Expected because I think that we've been even talking about it on the show that we figured that he was one of the first people that would be out the door, given all the uh, the controversy surrounding him not being on TV and his uh, his wife getting involved on social media and stuff like that. So we kind of jokingly said, oh, well, what if Brian Cage just ends up in the face of the revolution match just because we need another big guy in there? And this is like his last hurrah. And then here we go. It's like we jinxed it. Yeah, what's going on? It's our fault. So let me welcome in (laughs) Mr. Defiant himself. May I say a very handsome Kip Sabian-like haircut. Yeah, look Anthony at DeStefano, what is up? Haircut. Well, I'm never, I am never late. Never Ask Phil, I am never late for <laughs> yeah. anything ever. I'm never late. Mm-hmm. Um, I had help tonight. We are like three quarters of the way done building my studio, like framing it. So when I had the help, I had to like they're doing it for free. I couldn't be like I gotta go. Like I had the help. So yeah, fuck you guys. I'm out here. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I ran a little late because we were finishing the last wall, but. Studio should be done in like a month, so I'm pretty hyped about it. Listen, all you missed was we talked about Tony Khan teasing the big announcement. Another uh, swerve, swerve signing to all elite, and now we're talking about uh, Kyle's favorite wrestler, uh, kind of re-upping with AEW. Oh, Brian Cage, yeah, that was shocking, yeah. wasn't it? What yeah, what a weird report. Hunter, I'm kind of I joined Ant's bandwagon with that one. Yeah, hey, listen, <laughs> there's room. I'm the only one here. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great in here. <laughs> But now, right before we get to the show, the one thing, and Kyle, uh, do you have this up, like the actual date in, uh, of it? For? For Double or Nothing. Oh, I can't have it up. So the location, it's, it's while May, Kyle right? is, is looking it up. Yeah, it's May, but I don't, I don't know the exact day. But um, so the location, of course, is Vegas. We all knew th- this was going to happen, but it's, it's actually cool to see them go through with it, where we heard reports going back all the way to All Out. I was listening to Sean Ross's uh, – kind of patreon podcast today he was talking May about 29th it. Is, yeah 
It's yeah, Memorial so May Day 29th, weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we already saw some people on Twitter. I think it was uh, Brett Perry uh, saying, if you are going, you need to book immediately because those hotels will sell out because Vegas, remember, it's, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. <laughs> so, like, whether it's AEW or it's Memorial Day weekend, if there's probably a UFC show that week, there's it's always stuff going on in Vegas. So, if you're going to Double or Nothing, yeah. Book it now. Don't book the. I was told this is by our buddy Andrew Zarian. He was talking about it today on his show. Um, don't book the MGM Grand. Do the other MGM. That's like MGM parking or a park or something like that. That's that's the arena that you actually are. sleep in the parking lot at yeah. MGM yeah. parking. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, it's a bunch of tents. To give you, we all just to get give you more of an idea. It's the hotel where Dynamite and Rampage are going to be filmed. There's a hotel in on that arena. So, so that's about all I can afford place. is MGM yeah. parking. And then the T-Mobile arena yeah. is across the street. So the $40. Yeah. <laughs> what can we get for that? But if you're going, you know, that's that's where you want to book. If not, you're going to be down the strip somewhere and you'll be Ubering it in. <laughs> and listen, Ubering out of there, I can only imagine how. No, I mean, it, it's Vegas, so it maybe it's not worse than the Now Arena? <laughs> No, nothing's worse than that. People were there for hours. Well, I mean, well, WrestleMania speak, at MedLife was pretty bad. Well, speaking oh, that of, was crazy. I mean, hoagie tray, like we, one we can, hoagie tray. Yeah, one hoagie, bro. Fifty-five <laughs> we, people. We can talk <laughs> about it. They're doing T-Mobile Arena. This isn't a ten thousand seat arena. This is like a twenty thousand seat arena. Mm-hmm. That's got to scream good news for All Out because if they're going to do Chicago and All Out, they have to do the United Center. You can do. You have to stop selling themselves short. You can do Rampage and Dynamite at the Now Arena to keep, you know, like the, you know, the monumental thing there. They did all in, yada yada yada. Do Rampage and Dynamite there, and then do All Out at United Center. So, there Jackie, how many pitcher and pitchers do do you think they do in front of twenty thousand people? Three. <laughs> in front of wait, no, it's a pay per view. Why would they? They have a vendetta. They have a vendetta against you, and clearly, they're, a pay per view is not going to stop them. Gonna, this is true. They're they're going to like wait till FTR has a match. They're going to wait till the women's match is on. FTRs are like, going to be about to win the tag titles, and it's not going to be a picture in picture. It's going to be like let's be cut the full commercial. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Tony Schiavone in the back interviewing like just to and- let you know. Double or nothing <laughs> is brought to you by. <laughs> And you see me like pulling my freaking hair out. We're here with MT tongue. Nakazawa for whatever reason. <laughs> the hell is that? Oh, it doesn't look like FTR is going to be in a pay per view, Adam. I agree. Probably no, I not. think they are. The the reaction that they got when them and the Bucks were face to face last night, and we'll get to that. Uh, and then Dax is tweeting about it. Dax is getting all this press. Um, before we get into the show, a little recommendation for people. Uh, Renee did a fantastic podcast with Dax. Um, it, he gets into a lot of uh, personal stuff that he's never told. He tells a Shawn Michaels story that yet again makes me regret mm-hmm. ever being a fucking Shawn Michaels fan. I wish I got into wrestling either earlier, so I could would have just been a Bret Hart fan. I would later. give Shawn the side eye, but he's already given me it. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. Jackie, give talk- a get a, a little recap of what was said on that podcast, like or just why people should listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, it was a very powerful and very insightful interview. Renee does a lot of these really great interviews with people because she's on a personal level with them and she is friends with Dax. So they they talked about things like mental health, uh, anxiety, body image. There are some content warnings in the beginning because it does get a little deep and, and, and a bit dark at sometimes, but it's just so real and authentic. And 
um, I tweeted about it today. I, I was late to the party tweeting about it, but um, it really just resonated with me very deeply as somebody who also struggles with mental health and body dysmorphia. And um, I already love Dax for being the the kind and gracious person that he is. And he's always been really great with me, but my respect for him just grew exponentially. So go on Renee uh, Renee's podcast, The Sessions, and look up the Dax Harwood episode because it's uh, you can't miss it. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, uh, so I see Adam in the chat. Uh, he can give a quick recap. I'll give a quick recap. Uh, Dax was feeling nervous going into a Raw 25. He had a lot of stuff going on, and uh, professionally, he didn't feel well. He felt comfortable enough telling Shawn Michaels these things, and Shawn Michaels then later on made fun of him in front of the click and other people who were After there. They bonded over this. After yeah. Sean said, I agree. I've been through it. And it just further proves my point. The Hart family stays undefeated. As yeah. I've said, since I was a little kid, I was right yet again. Bret Hart is the least troublesome. He was a bitter old man, but he's never been rude to anybody. Right? So basically what Ant's saying is Bret did not screw Bret. <laughs> <laughs> Bret did not deserve to be screwed is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Sean, Sean Michaels should have been screwed. Brett. Yeah. yeah. But yo, we well, got I guess Shawn Michaels is screwed, screwed later on with his eyes going. We got to talk yeah, about right? one thing before we get to AEW Dynamite. One thing because there's yeah. a possibility he may even show up in AEW. Right before we went on a couple hours ago, yep. broke everyone oh broke the news God. that yep. our boy Claudio Castanoli, aka Cesaro, is free from WWE. Yep. Contract is officially expired and can appear anywhere he wants as of tomorrow. Which is unbelievable. Dude, first thing I thought is Claudio versus Danielson without writers. Yeah, oh my God. Right? Like that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah it, it's and and we talk a lot about, or last week I talked a lot about losing Cody. You lose that guy who could put his suit on, who could talk to these execs. Uh, Cesaro knows like five different languages. If you're, if you want to extend a brand uh, yeah. of AEW into the UK or into where all these different countries, Cesaro knows five different languages. And you know, it, it's he he's always in a suit. He's always well dressed, well spoken. He's a great advocate for your company. So that could be a yeah. huge hire for them for AEW. Yeah. So Remember, you got he's too Swiss. Literally an so, unreal wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> like the best wrestler in that company and there was never a world champion somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And and this yet again, what fans want to see, right? We saw what a change of scenery has done for Malachi, uh, what it did for Miro, what it did for Moxley. Like even this, Danielson. This could be huge. <laughs> Danielson. Yeah, Danielson too. And and Adam in the chat. Claudio versus Phoenix or Dante Martin. Claudio and Chris Hero reunite the Kings of Wrestling to oh. go against FTR. Co uh, Claudio versus Kenny Omega. Like, there's so many here's, new things. Here's the interesting thing, though, Phil. I don't know if you read this because I know it just broke before you got on. Mm -hmm. um, he had a pretty good offer from WWE, and he just didn't sign it. It almost so felt like Moxley. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember Moxley's like, I had a million-dollar contract sitting on my counter, and yeah. I didn't even look at it. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even want it. Well, because like, after a certain point, you've made enough money, right? And and, and it's funny, too, because in the Dax interview, he tells a story about him talking to his grandmother right before he left to left WWE because it's like, how much money do you need, right? If you, if you really love wrestling and the art of wrestling, you want to wrestle. And, and Cesaro wasn't given a chance to ever ever elevate past a certain point no matter what he did no matter what he worked on i mean the dude went from an incredible wrestler with no charisma right 
to one of the most charismatic people and they never gave him a chance. There, there was when we went to Mania, there was thousands of Cesaro sections. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thousands of them. Like, they never clip, capitalized there's that off clip it. that's being shared. It's hilarious. It's the greatest hottest the greatest oh, hot, hot tag. tag of all time where he like Oh, he hell went yeah. nuts for like two to three minutes straight and just did not stop. Went around. Well, him imagine him versus Silver, like uh, Claudio and a tag team partner versus the Dark Order for him and Silver doing that. Uh, hot tagging. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it, it'd be so great. But he, he's got to throw all kinds of money. You know, Tony Khan's got to at least make a pitch. Whether Cesaro wants to come here or not, or maybe he wants to do the New well, Japan I mean, circuit. He maybe but he this, this is where you can do it. Yeah. That's true. So this is where That's I true. want to give Anne a shout out, right? This is where calm, grown up, Kip Stabian, gray in the beard, Anthony yeah. DiStefano. Grizzled young vet. Grizzled young vet DiStefano comes out. I'll be there soon. The more we Look, play gears, they don't give the Cody $4 million, $3 million a year. They're signing Keith Lee. Yeah. They're bringing in Buddy Matthews, which we'll talk about next. They're bringing in potentially Swerve. Maybe Jonathan Gresham was backstage last night. Claudio's now available, and we haven't even gotten to all the women that are rumored to be going there. So, like, yeah, hey, they're they're putting that Cody money real nice. You didn't even touch Wyndham, but I for some reason I have this horrible feeling that Wyndham's going to join that cult. Control your narrative. Yeah, probably <laughs> with EC3 and 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 oh, uh, Braun Strowman. As soon as Austin Aries signed there, I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this shit. Yeah, I'll just send you. You, guys did, you gave Zelina Vega a promise ring, dog. I ain't watching you. I did read today <laughs> that our our girl Thunder Rosa is advocating for Athena to be signed. So look oh, that, I mean, that's, that's that is number yeah. two on my list of women. Yeah. Like Tony Storm's number one because I feel like she's a rock star, but like mm -hmm. really close behind her. Athena would do wonders for that division. That's such wonders. a cool finishing move. <laughs> the Eclipse is like yeah, the so coolest finishing move yeah. ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really funny. But let, let's jump right into it. Speaking Woo! of people coming Dynamite. in, we're going to go right into AEW Dynamite. And the thing that's on everybody's tongue, the surprise debut of Buddy Matthews at the end of of what? <laughs> I'm joking. You're like, oh. the everything, the, the, it's like what's on everybody's tongue, where's Jake Roberts? <laughs> yeah, where's Jake Roberts, right? Where has he been? Uh, so we get the surprise debut of Buddy Matthews after the House of Black versus Penta and Pac. And Jackie, we screamed. Kyle screamed ah! about 10 seconds earlier. But me <laughs> screamed at the same time watching this. How did it feel to finally get Buddy Matthews to show up last night? It was epic uh just like everything leading up to that moment too that penta uh, oscuro now oh, debuting in oh, the, uh, that's a good uh, one say that again rewind <laughs> <laughs> don't do this oscuro penta oscuro oh, the coquille is my, in the house it's gonna be my ringtone <laughs> <laughs> it was just like everything was so dark and macabre going into it and um I love how they how they kind of like swerved a, a little bit, even yeah, though we kind of knew what we were uh, where we were going with this. But Buddy coming in, and you're like, oh shit! Like, is he gonna side with the uh, the House of Black, or is he gonna like go with Penta and Pac? And the House of Black is alive and thriving and growing, and you freaking love to see it. The one thing I have to say about this, though, and you guys can feel free to agree with me. Alex Abrahantes went full. Whoa. He went full method, and I went full really Uncle don't Fester think from Adam's family. Yeah, really did not need to do that. Yeah. Alex looked like he dressed like Danhausen for Halloween. Yeah, I re I respect the level of commitment, 
but just tone it down a little bit. It's enough for Penta to come out looking I, like the devil. What did you say? Kyle said he looked like Vince McMahon from It's Me, Austin. Yeah, and he it's had like, the yeah, red yeah. clothes. It's like, if, if that Vince McMahon and Paul Bear had a son. Yeah, it was, it Alex. was Alex. The higher power and Paul Bear had a son. Yeah. <laughs> It's it was such a weird it was such a weird thing. I mean, he was cool. Love Alex and love the commitment, but it was such a it, it like took your attention away from Penta. Yo, like I didn't yeah, care it, about Penta. I was looking at Alex. Like what the yeah, hell are you doing? It felt less dark in a good way. It felt yeah. like dark kind of in a campy way, and I was like, ooh, ooh, no, 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 no. Let's not do that next time. Yeah, very true. But listen, before I just got to say something. Shout out to Carrie. I was so hyped for <laughs> Carrie because <Yep>. listen. <laughs> I, I'm Carrie was actually able to watch live last night. So she's texting me through the show and she's like, Oh, this is probably going to be Phoenix, but it could be buddy. And we all know she's the head booker. So, uh, it, he comes out, the lights go on. He's in the ring. I thought it was going to be Phoenix. Cause I'm like, Oh, maybe it's a little too early. We saw uh buddy Murphy tweeted or put on his Instagram. He was going to actually start streaming at 9 PM. So it was like, Oh, maybe he comes at revolution. That's a plan. My for. text messages with Carrie were just a bunch of letters, numbers, symbols. It was just like she punched her phone because it was like she was so excited. <laughs> so we couldn't be more excited for Carrie getting her boy to finally show up. But Kyle, how do you feel about this whole segment and Buddy Matthews? Oh, man. Hyped as shit for Buddy Matthews because I went and court retweeted my own tweet from a couple of weeks ago where I'm like, give me Buddy Matthews and Kenny Omega. And I put the oh gif God. of the – of. Uh, Batista going, give me what I want. <laughs> yeah. And now we might actually get it eventually. Later down the line, obviously, when Kenny's healthy and, you know, he's done doing his stuff with the uh, with the elite and stuff, or maybe even in between, he can face a buddy. We can Ma- get a one-off. A buddy Matthews. Man, I just know that that's going to be like, that's going to be like when Kenny faced Pac Oof. randomly on a Dynamite right before pay-per-view and had like an incredible Iron Man match yeah. with Pac. So it, I know that. A that, week before a pay-per-view. <laughs> I would love this, them to save for pay-per-view, though, because I know Buddy Matthews and Kenny, if Kenny comes back healthy and better in, like, his old New Japan self, he has the potential to create something magical with Buddy. So if they want to save that, I'm all for them saving it. But this entire thing was amazing. Um, I, again, I, we always love the aesthetic of Malachi Black's entrance. And now that they've added words to his theme song with the uh, Kings of the Black Throne, you know, you get the Halo mm-hmm. intro that goes into his theme song. Um, oh, so good. <laughs> it's it's so good. And it's so well done. Um, and even the, the Penta Dark thing threw me right off. Like, that was, I thought it was really cool. I know, like, Alex looking like Uncle Fester from the Adams Family th- kind of threw us off a little bit, too. But, I mean, that was incredible. Um, and, and I was all for it. I, I, I was amazed by it. Um, interesting ending. I didn't know if, I, I don't know, the ending kind of caught me right off guard with, uh, Penta getting the was it was it Penta that got the quick win or was the it roll up yeah. the yeah. roll up which threw me off a little bit but then we saw what happened after with the Buddy Matthews thing which kind of like made me forget about the whole who won the match so they did a yeah. kind of a good job in and you know producing that and you know like there's that stare down with Malachi and Buddy I love how they played into all the stuff that went on with them in the WWE and then we saw him tell. And I pointed so I saw it right away and I caught it right away and I yelled in the chat I'm like oh my god he just told Buddy Matthews to do the same move that they did to Malachi to injure his eye to, was it Tupac? Or no, was it to Penta on the chair? To Penta. To Penta, Penta, yeah. yeah. So that was the same exact move. So I was like, oh, okay. It's great. Everything is canon. Everything is canon in AEW. It exists in the world of wrestling, and it goes beyond the company. So I I absolutely love to do that. Before we get to Ant, 
little shout out. So Nate in the chat saying he loved the spot where Malachi choked on the black mist, right? Which is really cool. And also maybe he'll become more evil after this. Maybe, maybe that house of black is probably fully formed now. I don't know if they're going to add a fourth member. Um, Cause it would go against that image that he released a few months ago where there was only three people. So, but maybe that they're fully formed now. Maybe he'll be at the height of his powers. But Ant, what do you think about this? Uh, Buddy Matthews is fucking awesome. Like, only re- him and Ali made me watch 205 Live when that show was garbage, right? Like, and I was sharing the clip with everyone. You got to watch us. Like, Buddy is so good. And when Kenny Omega a couple of years ago, before like AEW was a thing, they're like, who is one person you would love to face? And he's like, Buddy Murphy. And everyone was like, what? And then you watch Buddy Murphy and their styles would complement each other so well. Buddy Murphy is someone I can see legit. Him and Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. That give me that. Give me him versus Andrade. Give me him versus um give me him versus Kenny, obviously. Give me him versus Danielson. Like Oof. him versus Eddie Kingston. Moxley. Like give us all because he can work with anyone. Um, I just think the way they did it was was great because they teased it last week and they didn't sit on it. I think when we were talking about the House of Black before Brody King. We were like, you're sitting on it too long. You're sitting on it too long. Like, you keep saying it, but it's not happening. They learn from their mistake, as AEW always does, and they tease it last week. Bam, payoff. Now, it's great to, to, to extend it, but that vignette last week basically had Buddy walking into the room, and I'm here now. So I think it, it was great. Penta, the call back to Lucha Underground. Penta is amazing. I always said that Penta and Phoenix, I love them as Lucha Bros, but I want to see a singles run because Penta, I personally think, is world championship material. And I think Ray Phoenix is the best I've seen since Ray Mysterio 96, right? Like that guy does moves. And you're like, that's that. I've never seen that. So I really think that, you know, a singles run is going to do Penta really well, and especially if he keeps his dark character. Um, and then Pac. I was really invested with the 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 eyesight thing, the blind, the bandana, and it like dropped after a week, and now he came out, and I'm like, doesn't feel as cool, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, doesn't feel as cool as he did two weeks ago. Yeah, that makes sense. Like he should have just wrestled with like a black thing on, like a where yeah, he where he could see. still see out oh. of it, yeah, and. Look what you we know. can do, guys. We can buy followers, primes, and viewers if we click that link right there. Fliplink.io slash And you can buy nudes, butthole wow. shots, <laughs> and feet pictures if you follow only Damn, ants. Damn, man. I, yeah, oh. only ants if you want feet pictures of ants. Oh, man. <laughs> and butthole shots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I, I accidentally banned them. Oh, oh no. no. Before we click the link. You know, now we can't be Sorry, famous. Yeah. But no, I do think I, I do think that was the the match was really, really good. I was kind of confused with him choking on the mist because I thought it went on a little bit too long. And then he was <laughs> drinking water. And I'm like, so water is just like your cure for the mist. It's just like yeah, choking. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, you know it's holy I mean? water. But it was. He was choking uh, the holy water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he must have gave him one of those uh, cardboard pieces. That was holy water. Yeah. The body of Christ. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was awesome, though. And I'm so glad Buddy's here. And that's someone who should get every chance to shine. Because I do think that is someone that's going to benefit from the AEW style tremendously. And people are going to go, wow, this guy's better than I thought. Although that reaction last night shocked me because I personally think he got a better reaction than Keith Lee. He, I really do. 
I, and you were there for Keith Lee. So, yep. I mean, if anybody's going to know what the reaction actually was, it would be you. But that reaction know. for Buddy was was It's louder thunders. than Brody King's one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're I mean, Buddy, they're buddy mean, Chants twice. It was because louder than AW fans, appearance. And, and a, there's a lot of toxic AEW fans out there, right? We're not going to act like they don't exist. A lot of toxic AEW fans who pretend like they didn't watch WWE. Like, we all watched it, right? Uh, so it's like you remember that he has this history with Malachi. So like seeing him in the ring with Malachi, you're, you're almost popping twice. You're popping for the surprise of him being there, but also the fact that he's in the ring with Malachi. So it, it's just another reason why the show is fantastic. Speaking of being fantastic, that promo from MJF last oh, night. Man. Oh, man. We, keep, we always say this. What? MJF cuts a promo. It's uh, the best promo of his career. And then the next time he does it, it's even better. It, it's just unreal to me that he is this good at his age and yeah. still has like another 20 to years, 30 years, especially with his style in the ring, to just get better. Like, it's so crazy. And, and, and I want to go to you first. So, like, what did you think of this promo? You know, uh, uh, some people are saying that it was him shooting because a lot of it, it was, was come it was, from a real place. It was, but It was 100% shoot. It was a hundred percent shoot because if you Absolutely. were a wrestling fan and especially a CM Punk fan, all everything, everything he said struck a chord. I remember like I was running around the work and I would have the best in the world thing on my desk and I was in sales and I would look at it every day. And then when I was number one on the matrix performance matrix, I would post that picture in the chat best in the world. Right. Like I, it was a lifestyle, right? That guy like drive like drove you to like he wasn't supposed to be the guy and he was for 434 days he was the guy right the guy that nobody thought could be the guy so you put yourself in your his shoes i can be that guy doesn't matter what i'm doing i i'm not supposed to be here but i can be the best at it and it was always like a a huge like motivational shift in mindset when I started thinking like I can be the best in the world and everything MJF said last night literally punched me in the gut because it was a hundred percent how I felt when CM Punk walked out I was angry I was mad because I felt like he just quit on us and his whole mentality was not to quit now obviously it comes out it comes with the mental health it comes it makes sense now right everything makes sense but at the time you're like you didn't want to fight triple h at wrestlemania like what are you complaining about right yeah mm -hmm. and that's how it felt and when i mean i was cheering for the mjf promo last night and that's how good it was i had a friend message me today and say that was the best wrestling promo i've ever seen and I said, I can't put it there because I don't think it's changing the industry. The pipe bomb changed the industry, yeah. right? Certain promos changed the industry. It is MJF's finest acting work because it was a shoot. But at the same time, you know, something's coming next week to follow it. The most emotional part of it to me was, and the, the part where you saw MJF just shine is when punk came out and yeah. Kyle pointed this out and MJF had the tears in his eyes. And it was almost like that I'm sorry I love you moment with Michaels yes, and yeah. Flair. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. Sean only had a tear in one eye because his other eye was looking the other way. But <laughs> it, it, it was a Sean. You did it to yourself, buddy. You did it to his yourself. His other eye was was looking to stab someone in the yeah, back. You, you don't you don't you don't talk about our boys. You did it to yeah. yourself. Um but like it evoked that much emotion where you're like, holy shit, like that was real and it felt real and it felt raw. And I think um, MJF just shows another layer that eventually one day, and I know he may never be, but eventually one day he could be a face. 
and Nate in the chat is saying, uh, I did appreciate the character building. I feel like WWE would never want to build a three-dimensional character like that. To see the other side of this character is so rare. It was something special. It, I couldn't agree more, right? It, it's really cool that when given Ascendant, the opportunity... I do one too that I didn't notice real quick. But read, say yours, but Ascendant, I want you to touch on that one. because Well, that's apparently symbol- a picture from his Facebook, no, uh, that one? This the symbolism. Uh, when Punk said, is it true, MGF turned his back on him. Oh, yeah. And that spoke louder than words. Yeah. So that's something I didn't notice either. So and it adds cool. a layer to it. So the thing that AEW is really good at with building these feuds, right? The storytelling is it's not just let's fight. They have a match and it's over. Oh, but it's not over. Let's add a hardcore stipulation. All right. Oh, let's add a steel cage, right? They This feud we thought was over, right? Uh, MGF beat him. Hangman didn't have a challenger for Revolution. We were like, hey, you know, let's wash our hands. We'll come back to this later. But no, they they did something special. They did something cool. He cut this promo now that takes this feud in a whole other direction. Because like Ant said, even though he was saying things that makes us want to cheer for him, we know the other shoe is going to drop. At some point, he was smirking coming up the ramp. The camera caught him smirking. So it was like, all right, there's something behind this. And he's using the truth to kind of get CM Punk to look at him differently, maybe put his guard down. But I don't know, Jackie, what would you think about all this? It was so freaking great. So uh, I had a conversation with a friend of mine earlier today who he's a, he's a more like casual watcher. He watches weekly, but he doesn't get as intensely into it as, as we do. Um, and he was like, you know, do you think that MJF just like made all of that shit up? And I said, absolutely not. I said, I really think that that came from a, a real legitimate place, because when you think about it, I'm not trying to take anything away from his, you know, acting skills, but to draw that level of emotion up uh, where you're literally shedding some tears in the middle of the ring, that has to come from a very real and very raw place. Even if he's playing it up a little bit to make it, um, you know, more dramatic appeal. Uh, I think there was some very sincere moments in that promo. And it kind of adds this additional layer where you're starting to see him in, in a sympathetic light, almost like his origin stories. How did this guy become such a villain? Um, and I love whole- that. That was fucking beautiful. Can someone clip that? Jesus, that was gorgeous. And especially with everything that's going on in media now, right? We're seeing a lot of villains get origin stories. The Joker, uh, Mm -hmm. Morbius is a movie that no one's going to go see, but it exists. And it's about a villain. Jared Leto and his abs are in it. Big dog. No, yeah, I'm not going to see that. I haven't seen the Venom movies. I'm not going to see that. Big dog is going to see that. But we're seeing a lot of uh, movies do origin stories for villains. So that's a great point, Jack. Yeah, it's just like, you know, I and that to me is a better story than anything is it's not he's just an asshole because he's an asshole. It's like, oh, he's an asshole because he went through some traumatic stuff and now he's like kind of lashing out and the touch of punk coming out and not trying to like immediately confront him, but just kind of gently like that genuine confusion where he's like, is it true? Is it true? And there, you know, and again, like uh, Ascendant said in the chat. MJF doesn't confirm or deny. He just turns his back and and walks out. Well, but, there's receipts well, actually, out there. I don't know if you guys actually, saw it. Someone posted oh, yeah. the Facebook status, uh, mm-hmm. Wrestling Classic on Instagram, he, but they posted it on Twitter. Uh, they posted the screenshot of MJF's of comment. comment. I mean, yep. of course, it could be photoshopped. This could all be one big work, but like, I, it, it exists. We saw the pictures. I'll tell of- you what, though, it's funny because MJF doesn't get enough credit, right? Because when we interviewed him in person, he was in character the whole day. Mm-hmm. shot us a little wink at the end, right? 
yeah. to be like, thank you, good job. I remember when I was hanging out with Riddle at Beyond, right? And we were, it was when they were still both on the indies and it was a, a midnight and me and Riddle are sitting there talking and we're watching MJF in the ring. He immediately comes, sits behind us and starts talking to the other guy and starts writing stuff down. Hey, what did you like? What didn't I do right? Like the dude is a student. Like that kid, he fucking cares more than anybody I've seen. And it's something you don't see. And now you're seeing all this stuff about when someone was speaking out and everyone was shitting on them, he texted her and made sure she was okay. Like it's coming out that MJF's actually like a really good dude, yeah, but yeah. he's just in that character. And I think last night we actually got to see Maxwell Jacob and I forget his real last name. It's like Fernstein or something, but <laughs> it's, it is, it, but it, um, you got to actually see a piece of the real him, which you never get to because he's always in character. Yeah, he may be converting me a little bit. I don't know. And MGF so. is awesome. He's MGF's so great. Kyle, I mean, you think? Uh, Tony Khan should sign that guy for 10 years right now. Like fucking <laughs> 10 years, Lifetime $20 million. Contract, bro. Give right him here. that Derrick Rose Adidas yeah. contract. <laughs> no, but for, but for real, like why wouldn't you? Here, 10 years, $30 million. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Uh, Cody was somewhere that that one the gif of him <laughs> biting his lip. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite gif now. If anybody wants to pop me, whenever something sad happens, if you post that Cody, you want to pop the boys? because it's so forced. Because he was like, "My father." Yeah, <laughs> what are you fucking crying about now? Like, you had nothing to do with your dad. <laughs> but Kyle, what'd you think of everything? Um, Jackie, you're not the only one. I literally my. My Twitter timeline this morning was flooded with people who actually believe them, like, believe that this is MGF turning face. I'm like, y'all just got worked hardcore yeah. by the best promo no, guy in the game. No, not converted like that. I'm saying, like, I'm converted in the sense that, like, I used to just hate him because I hated him. Now it's like, I'm kind of like, ooh, he's just so good at what he does. It's not that I'm converted in the sense that I think you he's hated it. You, like, hate, hate the guy? Like, Come on now. He used to drive me up the wall. Oh, Jackie, come on. Annoying. Come on, man. (laughs) That's a bad taxi. That's bad. That's terrible. And that is terrible. That's a terrible thing. That's a knucklehead. Yeah, MJF terrible. Legendary. Absolutely legendary. He did such an excellent job with this. I literally was sitting here the whole time waiting for him to, like, swerve in the middle of his promo and then like go right into a heel promo right away i was waiting for that moment each time each time like oh my god he's going like full tilt into this and then (laughs) the one thing that popped me and i didn't want to pop for this for the whole time i don't I don't know if anyone caught a counter how many times he said the word Jew throughout the entire promo. Yeah. Oh, called himself yeah. Jew boy at least like five to eight times at that whole promo. Okay, how many times is he going to call himself a Jew boy? Like, oh, let's, It's let's, so funny. I was, we were, yeah, we were laughing in the chat. But it, they did such a good job, even like the whole thing with Punk coming out at the end and the significance of him turning his back on him. Everything was just so well done with this. Adds so much more to their dog collar match at Revolution. It's it just... I'm just imagining the video package for this is going to be incredible. You got to think these two have been feuding for like the last like four months. Like this dates back to like November when they had that epic promo at Thanksgiving. Like they, these two have been going at it for a long time. So they have a lot of material here to put together for this, this match. And it's, it's, it, we're going to get an epic conclusion at Revo, uh, a revolution. I cannot Dude, wait they, for it. Revolution. We make this fucking joke. And now Tony Khan's like, all right, bet. 
revolutions are mania. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can't argue that now. Pretty much. You just <laughs> yeah, made it a mania, you made it a mania level card. Like and insane. So this is funny. So I do want to bring this up because I told this to Jackie before you guys got on. We speak of revolution being this mania card. We know the other company know that we're building it like this. It's being built as a big event and what everyone's going to be talking about during revolution weekend. Let's kind of rewind the, the tape a little bit here to SummerSlam of last summer. Do you guys all remember what happened on the Friday CM Punk before debuted SummerSlam? the night before SummerSlam. So it, it overshadowed we'll it. It overshadowed SummerSlam, correct? Like mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. was like, fuck SummerSlam, CM Punk's back in wrestling. The Friday before ramp the Friday rampage before Revolution. Shane McMahon. No, no, hold up. I'm not there. It, okay, so we're <laughs> in Jacksonville. It's gonna be a live rampage. SmackDown that night is in Miami. Who is going to debut on SmackDown to overshadow the entire Cody Revolution Rhodes. weekend in but Miami? <laughs> but it'd be something the for them to do, and you the cannot rock. think. Because <laughs> Cody Rhodes ain't outdrawn Revolution, buddy. But everyone's going to yeah. be talking about Cody Rhodes finally going to WWE. They're yeah. not going to give a shit about Revolution. That's what yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, That's their thinking. That's they're not going to give a shit about Revolution until Eddie Kingston and Jericho open the show and fucking put on a banger, and you're like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, but, like, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they – it's something they would do. They're like, hey, you guys oh, ruined our SummerSlam. they're going to try to overshadow it. You ruined yeah, our SummerSlam. How about this? We're going to have Cody debut like, on the Friday. <laughs> that's cool. But, and, like, everyone's like, cool, Cody's here. And then Saturday, everyone's going to be talking about the dog collar match, Adam Cole versus well, uh, Hangman. Sunday. God, I hate that it's on a I Sunday. Said, yeah, Kill I mean, you, me, you say that, and yeah, we'll we'll be doing it. But I'm telling you right now, wrestling Twitter will be nothing but Cody Rhodes and Darby all weekend long, all weekend. Yeah, long. we'll be all right. We'll be all right. <laughs> we'll. Uh, be, there's no. There's no way. There's guys, no way that I, revolution actually, is. I have a spoiler. I've been sitting on for a while. Yeah, go ahead. Cody Rhodes is here. <laughs> oh my god, he's not going to Darby. He's in Ant's room. <laughs> yeah, for for there audio listeners, Ant. The figure that I sent in that's now going to come back to haunt yeah, me. I, I, I keep it right here. It sits, on my, it sits on my microphone so I can just pull it out on Phil. It's like a gun. It's like orange Glock. Yeah, exactly. But it's Cody. Uh, and and, and uh, made mention Rhodes of it, Anderson. so we can transition right over to that. So it was really the night of promos, right? We almost named this show the night of promos because we saw another incredible promo between a now – in incredible shape, Chris Jericho. All right, it's great. Chris Jericho's in better shape now than when he was the world champion. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? The yeah, the belt Yoda, used man. to the, the belt used to be like uh like lifted up, and the belly would be hanging on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now he yeah, is yeah, shredded. No. It looked like my wife beaters. Like, yeah. <laughs> is the dad fat? <laughs> he looked yeah, like dude. Rufus. What was his name? Rufus? Was that his guy? Yeah, Ralphus? yeah, yeah. Uh, Rufus. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> Rufus. He looked like. Yeah. But it, it listen it. Jericho and Kingston did great. And Kingston, man, and we say this all the time. We joke around that, like, Eddie Kingston thinks this shit is real. Like, it is real to him. In his mind, it is 100% real. And this promo was so good. You know, we we got – they were in Connecticut, right? So we got Kingston mentions, oh, you can go up the road or whatever. And and they they mentioned, like, they don't say WWE, but they, like, damn near say it a bunch of times. And it was just really good. But Jackie, what did you think of this? I know you love Eddie Kingston. Yeah, they said Levesque, right? Instead of Triple H. But what did you think of all this, Jackie? Oh, God. I cannot sing the praises of Eddie Kingston enough. Everything that he does feels big and important and just 
very real. Like you said, we don't think that anybody's told him that this is a scripted situation. Um, I love how he, he says, like, I'm not a sports entertainer, Chris. Like, and he's alluding back to the fact that they are in Bridgeport, which is not far from Stanford. Uh, there's, uh, there was a lot of, like, shots taken. Jericho poking fun at Eddie's age, saying that, like, oh, you know, you didn't hit the big time, so you were 38 years old. Meanwhile, I was in my 20s, like, traveling the world and making a name for myself. By the time I was your age, I was a multiple-time world champion. And it's like, it's just, there's so much grit here. But then something interesting happened where Jericho started taking shots at Eddie Kingston's family members, at his uncle, even at his dad. And a part of me kind of questioned, and again, the same friend I was talking to earlier brought it up. He was like, Kingston is normally the type, like if you cross a line, he'll whoop your ass. And it's like, so why in this instance where Jericho goes low enough to mention Eddie's father, like basically calling him a loser, how come Jericho didn't get knocked on his ass in that moment? I just- Well, Eddie's still a professional. uh, yeah, this isn't the indies anymore. First off, if we're talking like real, like shoot, is it, shoot? I don't know. Is it shoot? Water shoot. Water shoot. Water shoot. No, if we're, if, we're, if we're talking like shoot, right? Like Jericho is, no matter what you think about his public opinions or if he's staying too long, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Jericho is one of the greatest of all time. He is one of the greats. And I yeah. think Eddie Kingston, out of respect for pro wrestling, and being on the level where he's now wrestling Chris Jericho, I'm sure he fed him some of those lines to say. Like yeah, I don't think Jericho that, would just be like, "Your dad's a loser," and like without. Oh no, absolutely. You know. that, that that makes a lot of sense. But and I love the way that Kingston wrapped it up at the end, where he's like, you know, listen, if you're gonna come and 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 fight me at Revolution, don't bring me the Chris yep. Jericho that fought the the Mimosa Mayhem match. Like, I want the Chris Jericho that was the first ever AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And it's just like, he throws his shots in there too. Brilliantly done. I loved this segment. Um, but then again, anything that Eddie Kingston is involved with is a freaking win to me. So I'm looking forward to seeing this match. My favorite tweet of the night was when Jericho mentioned Eddie's family. People were tweeting, Eddie, ask him where he was January yeah, where were you January 6th? <laughs> Whoops. Where were you January 6th? Can we, can we just say, though, like, I, I know Eddie's going to get all the praise because we are big Eddie Kingston fans. Phil looks like Eddie Kingston. Dickhead Chris Jericho <laughs> is the so best good. version of Chris Jericho. That was the most intriguing Chris Jericho has been since he was the AEW champion. That was the thing I cared about most since he was the AEW champion. That reminded me why Chris Jericho is one of my favorites of all times. That promo, because I'm like, that is the Jer. Like he wasn't saying this corny shit. He was being real. He was being raw. He, he's taking the influencer, which is fucking. I hate it, but it that's what you're supposed to do. And it's another layer. It's another one of those gimmick changes that keeps Jericho relevant and keeps him on top of a card, right? And you're gonna see, hopefully a more aggressive Jericho against Kingston. I just think we're, we're going to sing Eddie's praises because Eddie could be yelling at a wall. And I'd be like, yo, I can't wait to see that match. Like, yeah. because Eddie Kingston's the realist. Right. But I think lost on it is that like, we saw the return of actual fucking Chris Jericho last night, a Chris Jericho that we haven't seen in about a year and a half. Probably since yeah. his feud with punk in WWE, he was a dickhead then. Like when you said, when he was bringing up all the family and the liquor stuff mm-hmm. with punk's family, like that was a, 
like an intense feud with he had the best is he was doing that and after he got a dui right (laughs) he's like he's like yeah i like my beverages but i don't drive and it's like bro two two weeks ago you couldn't walk a straight line you got arrested dog like what are you talking about (laughs) the irony (laughs) but what do you think of the the promo from kingston kyle uh this was great the whole promo was awesome i I'm a sucker for when they jab at the other company. I'm not going to sit here and say I, I hate that shit. I love that. I'll eat that up every single day of the week. So when they, I knew that I was waiting for it too. I'm like, hey, they're down the road from Stanford. What, where's the shot going to be at? And they brought up the sports entertainer thing, and that was great. Um, it popped the crowd, popped the boys. Um, and then when they uh, they mentioned the whole, like, you know, I want I want the Jericho that your f- good friend Levesque hated. And I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, oh let's go. That that was a big pop right there. Um, but also, Jericho said, what's his face? Talking about yeah, Cody. Cody, we... what's his face? <laughs> Work or shoot, Jericho. I don't know. Work or shoot. What's his face? What is his face? <laughs> but it was so good. Like, the whole promo was excellent. I, I loved every minute of it. Um, and, you know, it, they had, they're going to have a match of Revolution. I was curious to see how they were going to build this with a couple of weeks. And now we still have another week for them to do a little bit more stuff. Um, I'm sure next week, I don't think we're going to get any more promo. It's just going to be like, they're going to be like fighting each other. I'm, I'm a guess they're going to be like trying to like, they're going to be like, it's going to be cutting the backstage really quickly. And they're just going to be beating the shit out of each other. And they'll be like separated by people. And then we're going to go into the pay-per-view, which I'm fine with. And I'm fine with these two going one-on-one, but Eddie Kingston needs to win here. Like he, he needs oh, to win way yeah. more than Jericho needs to win here. So I hope oh, they book this and I, they're always do the, the right thing. 98% of the time in AEW, so I will gladly think that Kingston's going to walk away the big, big W, and you know that crowd is going to be hot for Eddie Kingston at the pay-per-view, man. It's going to be intense. Can I can I bounce something off Phil? Phil, because yeah. you don't really get to talk much about this stuff, but you and Carrie, who are like my two favorite people, are not on the Chris Jericho train anymore, right? You want him to go away. How Whoa. how how did last night change that perception, or did it, or do you still think he needs time off? So it, it's think- not Chris Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. It's just I am, and I was talking to Rob about this last night too. So shout out to him. I'm a very you, much a person who wants the new. Give me mm-hmm. the new. Give me the next person up. That's why I loved NXT, and it's why I love AEW now. Right? I want to. That's why you're gonna Sammy. watch Level Up. No, that's where I draw the line. Uh, <laughs> that's too new for me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like right it's out of camp. Life. Not, we know it's too. It's two or five. Yeah. Life. <laughs> right. So, but it's like I always want new opportunities, new storylines, newer wrestlers to be put in the spotlight. And it's not that I didn't like Jericho. It was just the inner circle stuff was like holding back. You know, uh, Santana and Ortiz and yep. Sammy Guevara. Like it's just like I'm done with Jericho. I don't. I'd, I'd rather hear him on Gibar. commentary. Yeah. I'd rather see him on commentary, just getting away. But I mean, listen, if you're gonna get this great feud with Kingston, I'm all for it. But like you guys said, Kingston needs to win at the end because Kingston we've needs told to go over. the Jericho needs. story already, yeah, and I to. want to get past it. Similar to the way they told the story where Orange Cassidy and Orange Cassidy went over, I think it's time. I hate for that Orange Kingston Cassidy went over. I'm a hundred. It was in that fucking moment. It was Mimosa so dumb. It was match. so corny. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, worst, worst match that just sounds like Korea. a bitter non-orange cassidy fan to me <laughs> yeah hater bro uh it was a stupid match it was stupid you guys like that it was the dumbest I, match in 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 defense of ant listen was that, that real also work or shoot listen, i don't know that all out it is sucked. the only time i ever turned aw up yeah that is the terrible. worst of event they've ever done is that the one where matt hardy got concussed too 
Yes. Isn't yes. that the one I where turned it off. a born hit the top rope? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah, we were watching it with a bunch of yeah, people. We remember? were laughing our ass off. <laughs> turned it off. I couldn't take it no more. I never watched MJF versus Moxley, and I never watched the because I turned it off way before. MJF versus Moxley was even like it was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah, uh, it's just the worst of it. AEW's yeah. ever it's done. in the COVID era. We just, we just need to forget about it. That yeah, was in the COVID happened. era. It never happened. We don't yet. talk about Bruno. Yes, it was. Yes, yes, it was. That was at It was in the yeah. COVID era. I forgot because I was working at the restaurant. There was no fans there. Night. I was Listen. so excited that I was like, yo, I told Phil, I'm like, yo, I just walked out of work. Like, we're watching this tonight. I bought it and I was like, I'm never buying another AEW <laughs> pay per view again. Let's, like I said, two things we don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. And that all out. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 no. That's the night that FTR won the tag team title. So that we can talk about. And the show What's was so one? bad oh, that I forgot out. that even happened. I forgot that even happened as well. <laughs> rude. Which is crazy. Rude. <laughs> because I watched, I watched one of the greatest wrestlers of all times wrestle around a bowl of sunny delight. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That's a and good shit. You Orange Cassidy hater, bro. That, I, that was a stupid. It was a stupid. Did, did I complain about Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole? No. I'm complaining because that match stipulation was fucking stupid. Vince Russo was definitely booking that Chris show. Jericho came up with it, though. It wasn't like it was Orange Cassidy. He, it was yeah, Russo. He, he needs to put sure. on his painmaker shoulder pads and go back to New Japan. Because that match was <laughs> stupid. So, so funny. Speaking of that. So, chat, you're going to love this. We're, we're watching it. In, uh, when Kingston's like, we want the Jericho that was making, uh, you know, Levesque hated it. It was like, Jericho's going to be like, I'll give you the painmaker, brother. <laughs> Uh, but but speaking of things that get us hyped, that get us excited, especially uh, me and Kyle. So we get Jade versus Bunny, oh, right? It was go. it was a nice match. They had a great match. Jade ultimately wins. But the stuff that I want to talk about is afterwards, Jade cuts this great promo, say she's going to be undefeated forever. She's going to go 50-0. No one's going to beat her. No one's ready for her. Music hits. Hold up. She out dro- walks. You, wait, wait. Wait. Miss, she pulled a Goldberg. She literally she did, said, well, who's next? And the whole crowd's no, like, Goldberg. No. <laughs> she said, who's next, but more like it, who's left? Which is like, she was like, acknowledged her undefeated streak, but had her own turn to it. So let's not say she's Goldberg. Yo, Goldberg she made the crowd yellow Goldberg at the top of their <laughs> See, for me, I don't, I don't see it as Goldberg because I didn't watch WCW. And I never liked Goldberg. But yeah, so we get that. And then who walks out? Ty. Friend of the show, oh. Ty. Conti yes. walks out and challenges for that title. We get the great spot where they're face to face in the ring, and everyone has shared this gift. Everyone has shared this clip. Uh, you know, Jade being so much taller kisses her on the forehead. Which, listen, mm. I am not a fighter. I am admittedly not a fighter. It is not Your in lover. my blood. I am not Anthony DeStefano. I, I am don't not fight ever. I am not a fighter, <laughs> right? But if somebody taller than me kissed me on the forehead, oh, it's, by it's law, on sight. I have it's to on fight sight. you, bro. You're on going sight. to have, you know the sound on TikTok? You're going to have to kill me. That's what you're <laughs> going to have to do, okay? Because I cannot leave that situation without one of us dying because that is the most disrespectful shit you could do, right? But if this means we get Ty versus Jade at Revolution, which they haven't confirmed yet. Oh, it's happening. Because I think Ty forgot to say Revolution, and Jade picked up and was like, at Revolution? And yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Ty was like, bitch, and then all he hears, at Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? 
But yeah, when when Ty came out, you know that song. What was her name? Like Natalie Natalie Ambroglia or whatever. Nothing's right. I'm torn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all fe- out of faith. That was my feeling when Ty I came out to convert Jade. Yeah. I'm like, who? <laughs> I love them both. Yeah. How about I ref the match? <laughs> but but Kyle, how excited were you? I mean, would you would what if it was Red Velvet? I don't think you'd be that pumped. No, I like Red I was, Velvet. I was. I listen. No, but you wouldn't have been I a, want, as happy as if it was. It would have started doing this shit. No, fuck no. I. It's because I love Ty and I love Jade. Yeah. They're like my two favorites right now in women's wrestling, besides Deanna, who needs to come over here. But I'm like, when she came out, I'm like, oh my god, like this is a match I wanted, and now it's gonna happen. But I'm like, who do I cheer for? Because Ty deserves it so much. When we heard about her journey, but Jade, I feel is the biggest star in women's wrestling right now yeah it's it's tough and i i pop i i was like oh i had to like i had to mute myself i literally had to mute the mic in our chat because i'm like oh god phil you're gonna pop <laughs> <laughs> like oh I, I just unmute i'm like hold on to your hat phil <laughs> hold on to your hat i was like 75 <laughs> Well, he wears like a, I don't know if he was wearing a hat. I couldn't tell. We all had our cameras off. Yo, all I know is my computer was being a piece of shit, and I had to get on my phone and get back in the chat. Yeah. Phil, Phil. Yeah, yeah. I used my fucking Regis film and Lifeline to phone a friend real quick. Phil. Listen, nothing, nothing will make me feel worse than I was supposed to go to that show. And I ended up not going. And we get this, the debut of Buddy Matthews and fucking Ty Conti. It makes Jake. me want to buy a ticket and go to Orlando. Yeah. Wrestling. For revolution, like, like it's, yeah. I'm just scared because I think this might be the pre-show because the they already okay. have eight matches on the card. That's fine, yeah. Because that pre-show match will fucking draw people to actually buy a yeah. pay-per-view instead of a nine-man fucking tag match. No, yeah. please put that fucking random match that I got announced that last night. Maybe yeah. they'll, I Darby guarantee and... they'll switch it. Guarantee they'll switch it. It'll be that. It'll be that. That sick. That what is it they call it? Like, like, the first ever. The six like, man. Why uh, aren't we doing the TNT title? Like why? Like tornado you, style. Yeah, that's what you've called. built this more than you've built Kingston and Jericho with this. Andrade well, because Sammy's Darby. hurt. Sammy got hurt. Make another interim champion. Let him carry around three fucking belts. <laughs> Jesus. Three and then we got four. <laughs> yeah, so for people in the chat who, who maybe don't watch the vlogs, uh, on Sammy's vlog this past week, uh, he got he has a scratch retina. When they were sla- him and Darby were slapping each other, Darby scratched his eye. And it was rough. He couldn't even open it. Like, poor Ty Conti is, like, carrying this grown man around like a baby. You know, like, because for Sean Michaels. His eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I love all the Shawn Michaels slander. Well, fuck him. Fuck yeah. him. So, <laughs> and um, so yeah, it, I don't know if Sammy can do a, a full match right now. There, but put that on the pre-show and and kind of uh, building off what Kyle said. Pac so, wrestled in a fucking blindfold, bro. Anything's <laughs> possible. Yeah, put him in an eye patch and keep it moving. But um, <laughs> so AEW has shown before that when a match is on the pre-show that fans want to show. They will do it. Like yeah. if enough fans get behind, I'm sure the second the fans see that Jade is on a pre-show, they're gonna complain, and we're gonna get that on the main show. Yeah. They they can't put that on the pre-show. No way, uh, Jackie. What do you think? It served its purpose. Bunny looked actually; she looked great. There was a couple close calls in there where you thought, like, not that you thought she would win, but they made it look the like ending. she could have. I loved the uh, her bringing out the the brass knuckles and then Jade countering it with smacking her with the freaking TBS belt. Uh, I don't know what, like I know why, but at the same time, I don't know why Matt Hardy was out there. Please stop doing this. Please stop putting Matt Hardy in. It's almost over. It's just well, yeah, because fucking Jeff Hardy announces he's going to AEW on like a 
a podcast that has 300 subscribers yeah. on YouTube. Like, out of all places to announce your coming. <laughs> you never know who's going to get the lucky scoop. Um, but yeah, no, overall, it was really great. I, I love Ty being the, the next contender. Uh, I don't know if y'all think she'll be the one to break the streak. Seems a little soon. But Crazier things have happened. Remember, remember, Sammy, Sammy beat Miro. Anything is possible. Uh, the right. only way this happens, the only way this happens to answer is Jackie's question. If they're going to put the world title on Jade, like the women's world, because Jade is like all anyone's talking about. Like you outside, like outside the, the AEW bubble, even people who don't watch her like that, she's a star. Right. So like the only way is like if Thunder Rosa beats Brit and then Jade goes and takes the belt off Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I double or nothing. Maybe I, that's, I mean, I just, as much as I want Ty to win too, I just don't think it's her time yet. Yo, Ty win by any means necessary. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I don't care if anything <laughs> happens, anything, any means necessary. I'm Give cheering either way. I'm cheering either way. I, like either way, I'm just going to be standing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it's happy. You're just happy to be here. What if Jade fought Nikki you're Bella? Like, who would you? You're like that gift. Look at us. Who would I beat? My me. Who oh, who yeah. would win? Oh my god! It would be the first episode of Cock Torture. Yeah. <laughs> great. Oh uh, boy. You know, I set you up, and I still didn't expect that. I don't well, know. What whatever. It, it, yeah. Who would I cheer for? I cheer for my my thing not to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my thing. My ding well, there, There's no way to segue <laughs> out of that. But uh, so the main event last night. Speaking of saw, <laughs> Oh, speaking of another dream, right? We get a dream match. Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia in the main event. Uh, there was definitely some time restrictions, because especially afterwards. Uh, nothing was funnier than Kyle in, in the chat being like, yo, they're pushing it. It is. 9.59. And is about to talk. <laughs> yeah, he just started talking. Like, they ended at, like, 10 o'clock and, like, 50 seconds. Like, it was 10.01. 10.01, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they pushed the boundaries. But, I mean, the match itself was just incredible. Everything that we could have wanted, right? Uh, you know, Daniel Garcia is just so goddamn good. You know, uh, earlier in the night, Danielson cut a promo saying that, um, you know, that uh, Garcia reminds him of a younger him. Mm-hmm. So it was cool that we got really to see this does. match. And it's just, it's so great. But, and I'm going to start with you. What'd you think of this match? I, I loved it. Um, I know Jackie's more of the technical person. She's probably like drooling over this match. It was really, really good. <laughs> Danielson, it just should. Danielson is the best wrestler on this planet. Like, yes. you can't tell me otherwise. Oh, so good. You can't tell me otherwise. The transitions these guys were doing, then they started slapping and throwing fucking elbows. And I was like, oh my God. Like, they were cranking on each other. I was like, this is great. At the end, though, I was the same way. Like, Moxley's coming out at 9.58, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I felt like WCW days when they would, like, it would cut off. You're like, no, why did that happen? And, like, Daniel sits about to speak, and you see Moxley, like, <laughs> like, I'm wearing a like, fuck yo, up. Go, like, go, go. Um, awesome. I mean, Danielson versus Moxley is is the match. I think Rob tweeted this, too. That's the match that I was like, I might get on the plane in March to go to fucking Orlando. Because if I could see Danielson Moxley in a first blood match, in a first blood match, is it a first blood match? So this was yeah, written the- on Wikipedia, and I'm like, I don't remember them saying this. 
the first they, blood they match. said bleed but they i don't i didn't recall being a it's a uh, first off first blood matches can be fucked up because i don't know if you guys remember when kane versus stone cold happened and kane was not supposed to win but stone cold started bleeding so they had to call it and then the next night they flipped it and stone cold beat kane for the title oh yeah yeah i remember that you book yourself into a dangerous predicament because one solid strike and someone's busted. Especially as hard as these guys are going to. Oh, my God. Danielson's chest will bleed. What the fuck? I mean, that's first yeah, blood that, right technically, there. yeah, that counts. Right? This dude, <laughs> this dude had a bloody chest for like three months. <laughs> yeah, the first they blood matches a, are tough to do. So. Dude, this is WrestleMania. This is a WrestleMania. Yeah. First blood match, a dog collar match, a fucking um, sting on a pole match. Like, <laughs> this is. Darby's got to reach up the crack. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's Kyle, what do you think of the match? It. Oh man, this was so good. This was I, I like we said I, we have to go back and watch it again because it's tough to watch. It's just that that match needs to be run back without commercial interruption. I think those two can mm-hmm. actually. I think those two yes. didn't go full tilt. They had a really good match, but I think those two can go for a lot longer and do a lot more. So, um, and we said it before, and we even say it off the show that if if uh, Danielson does do ultimately this this dojo type faction. Garcia's got to be one of the head guys there. He's got to be the one of the main staples of that faction. And Lee Moriarty. And Lee Moriarty, our boy mm-hmm. Lee Moriarty. And Wheeler Yuta. And Wheeler Yuta, yeah, for sure. I think Wheeler Yuta could just be still best friends. I would go with I would go with um Moriarty, Daniel Garcia, and Gresham. Oof. That's what I would be and I would be like almost like the four horsemen of fucking technical wrestling. Because I don't think Moxley's gonna join because Moxley doesn't do good with factions even even though he was in the greatest faction of all time, Moxley doesn't do good with factions. Only (laughs) if they do just 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 to make me happy, and this is gonna piss Rob off, but just to make me happy, only if they re the mean girl scene and they're like, and none for you, Zack Saber Jr. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. That would be funny. That would be funny. I mean he did dethrone Zack Sabre Jr. with the, the rest I've of just never members. I've never liked Zack Sabre Jr. that's why everybody always gives me like I know he's a great wrestler but like he's not for me yeah but Jackie now 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 I saved you for last one reason and one reason only like Ant said this is your match this is the type of wrestling that you love the most so please let us know how we are supposed to feel about this you guys do every time um it was once it was announced this was something that i was very like hyped about because you have these two technicians but you have the the young gun and then you have the seasoned vet and you just know that these two are going to go against each other and aunt fucking starts cracking up every single time that i'm going to go on a like wait what are we laughing at what are you laughing at now i just saw the twitch (laughs) i just saw the twitch stream nobody's seeing this what Look at the Twitch stream. The picture in picture. Oh, I don't have it up. I didn't see it. I didn't. I don't have it up. When I walk away from this show, y'all will understand why I did it. All right. No one walking is. away. Go buy games. Yeah. Uh, Canes from Walking Anonymous. Okay, you know, you know, Kyle was saving oh. that the whole fucking episode. The best part about it. Yeah, no. uh, that's just that's okay. I'm shut my mic off because I'm. Just <laughs> Go ahead, Jackie. Oh, stop. No, I I kind of don't want to anymore. Anyway, 
Um, I love the fact that Garcia has no back down in him whatsoever. It's like, despite the fact that we all know that Danielson is without question at this point, one of the top wrestlers in the company, but Garcia is not backing down from shit. And shout out to my brother, Nate, who said last night that uh, Danielson is like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels' best wrestling attributes had a baby. Like, just he, like he trained. He, yeah. Shawn Michaels, he, trained. yeah. Shawn Michaels trained him, and, but at least Daniel Bryan can see straight. <laughs> Bryan is a piece of shit. Yeah. There, um, there was a great spot after a flying knee strike from Danielson where Garcia is there on the ground. He's like checking his teeth to make sure none of his teeth were knocked out. And I'm like, Either he really did get knocked in his mouth, or that was a cool callback to the uh, the match with Cole Cabana, where yeah. Cole Cabana actually did lose some of his teeth. I think that was shoot because he got hit hard <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you get the 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 arrogant pose again at the end, where he's like flexing, where he's got him in the triangle sleeper finisher. It's just Danielson is on such a run that every single match that he does, it doesn't matter if he's facing somebody at the very top of the card or just some random person you know just entering the entering the game he's just knocking it out of the park for these matches everything danielson does is so entertaining and just see getting ready to see what's going to happen at revolution with moxley you know that shit is going to be lit so yeah I can't believe I can't can't believe I was able to say all that in fucking picture in picture no no nope you're off picture in picture you're back Don't worry, and you weren't <laughs> muted like the actual picture in picture. They could still hear yeah, you. Yeah, they could still hear you. Just I'm glad close. you popped the people in the chat, at least. <laughs> yeah, Jackie's always feeling some type of way. So the last thing I want to talk about on uh, that happened on Dynamite, and just we'll, we'll mention it. Live on Dynamite, nine days from So Dynamite. we have Ricky Starks versus 10. Ricky Starks win the match, uh, or he won the match, which a lot of people were disappointed in because 10 would have been another meaty guy added to this very meaty you need, match. You need- Somebody who can move, yeah, like fast. No, I would have just seen a whole match full of meaty men. That would have been great. I think hold that up, would have been something up. different. I, I have a legit question because that match, like, I don't know about you guys, but that match did absolutely nothing for me. It sucked. Did well, we even suck. talk? Did we even talk about the tag team battle royal in the beginning? Oh, no, 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 we didn't. You're right. Okay. Didn't. No. Wow, and we're already at an hour and thirty minutes into the yeah. show. No, a lot well, of stuff. I'm only, an hour. I'm only an hour. Yeah. No, but that would yeah, be the last match hour. we haven't touched on. So. All right, so uh, let, let's just go to that because the Starks match. Who cares? Ricky Starks won. Ooh. Um, the so the tag team battle royal. We can end with this. So Paragon, baby. Kyle oh, has been saying that he believes we're gonna get Bucks and Red Dragon added to this match. Um, the way this match was kind of structured. Uh, it definitely seems like that could be a possibility. We saw a backstage segment with them kind of further teasing the tension between the Bucks and uh, Red Dragon. The one thing that I do want to mention before we talk about the match is a couple of spots that happened in the match. We saw Santana and Trent get a massive ovation with them two in the ring, uh, calling back to their street fight, a parking lot brawl that they had. Um, and then the other thing that we mentioned earlier, which is FTR and the Bucks were face-to-face and they got a massive um, reaction. Yeah. Dax oh, yeah. tweeted out that, hey, the first time we did this, there were no fans there. Right, It was during the COVID era. Let's run it back. Let's put egos aside. And let's do it in front of a arena full of fans, which I hope they do at double or nothing. I don't want to wait long for this. Let's do this. It gives some, the Bucks something to do. And I'm definitely excited about it. But Was it at double or so, nothing in the COVID era that they, they had that match? It was at full gear. Oh, it's full, full gear. gear okay. yeah. It was because that's where the Bucks beat him. Um, 
So, Kyle, I'm going to start with you, right? You are the number one Paragon fan on this show. Understood right? Arab baby. It'll yes. always be so UE. How, it's always them. How did you feel? <laughs> so, two things. One, how did you feel about the match? But first, how do you feel about this confusing-ass thing that there was a battle royal already, but next week we're going to get a battle royal of all the teams who lost? <laughs> like, Is that what they're doing? Spot? Yeah, because the Bucks were like, we have another shot. Or okay. like I wasn't sure what they were going to do next week, like what teams are going to be, because I was sitting there while watching them getting like, which – which other teams are left in AEW? We're like piecing yeah. stuff together, and we're like, "Oh, this team could be in it. Maybe this team, and maybe they can throw a bunch of dark guys together. I don't know." But uh, it it's gonna be the Bucks and and Par- Red Dragon. Damn it, Ant! It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be Red Dragon and the <laughs> Bucks. One hundred percent. You said, it. You said uh, it. it. It's not. Gonna, I know everyone's clamoring for you know. Uh, the proud and powerful or FTR. And the story here is the Bucks. They're always going to go with story first. The story here is with Ad- the deception between Adam Cole, the Bucks, and Red Dragon. So you know that's going to lead to a paper to the pay per view match, um, which will be interesting because I think it'll still be Jurassic Express to retain the belts. I don't think either team is going to because I think yeah. if they're going to do a feud with Young Bucks and Red Dragon, they don't need belts. I don't want Jamie Strange to be mad at me, but can I just say that I think the the Jurassic Express title reign feels worse than the Lucha Bros title it reign. It does right feel now. a little lackluster. I will I will give it that. Like there's not they don't really they really haven't been having that many feuds and whenever they've had a feud, I mean they had a feud wise because the ass boys. No one really took mm-hmm. that seriously because they didn't believe the ass boys were gonna there hasn't been a believable feud for Jurassic Express. It kinda just been you're, you're, and I don't like using this word. They've been a placeholder champion. Well, the problem is Luchasaurus. And it's not that I'm against him. It's not <laughs> that I don't like his gimmick. It's I think the problem is Luchasaurus. Like, Jungle Boy is exceptional, right? We, we get – he is, like, the ultimate baby face in that company. You get so invested in everything Jungle Boy does. But the moment you add Luchasaurus, for some reason, they don't give the Lucha Bros – Oh, not the Lucha Bros. They don't give Jurassic Express like serious storylines because he's a it, fucking dinosaur. No, I know that, but like, yeah, the character's but, a dinosaur. But like, yeah, but maybe you make the, him, maybe you make him like a woolly mammoth or a different fucking. I don't know. I just hate it. It's not like, and, and Jamie's gonna hate us for this, but like, I'm just not invested in it. Right? Like, there are tag teams like PNP, like Sen is saying in the chat, getting huge ovations that yep. people are They're, invested in. People are invested in Trent. And Ju- and Chuck, right? Jungle Boy should just go be a TNT champion at this point. And I like Luchasaurus, but I just don't feel like he's great. But I don't, I just can't take them as serious as I want to. Yeah, it, that, it I mean, does that make sense? Because no, like, no, he's there. great. He's fantastic. I think he's great. And I think, I think he's you, over too. Like yeah. whenever he, he gets of, his spots you, in the you ring, pigeonhole yourself as the dinosaur. <laughs> but the the problem is, and and, and Jackie, tell me if you agree <laughs> to this. But the problem is. With the Lucha Bros title reign that we said it was like, there wasn't really much to it. They were just like, oh, we're champs and we're happy to be here and we're having great matches, but like we're not really digging into storylines. And then mm-hmm. the House of Black stuff happens and we get we get very excited, but then Phoenix gets hurt and I don't know how much that changed plans. But then all of a sudden now we're at Jurassic Express and they're not really doing nothing while we're seeing like FTR in segments and we're like. Why aren't they champions? Or, you know, PNP in segments, you know, Santana's cutting these incredible promos. Like, why aren't they champions? Like, Butcher and the Blade still look super strong. So it's like, I, I don't know. I kind of want some new blood in there. 
So if they're not going to lose the belts at Revolution, I really hope that they do have something in pla- in place for them to feud into Double or Nothing because you really need to or else what we're saying right now is I don't see a lot of chatter with it on Twitter. We're going to start seeing a lot of chatter with it on Twitter saying that why are Jurassic Express the champions right now when, you know, we should be, you know, it's, we're going to start, start seeing a lot more, in a way, complaints. I will mm-hmm. l- uh, leave it with this. I'm telling you guys right now, next week the Bucks help. Uh, or sorry, uh, Red Dragon does help the Bucks win next week. They're going to help win the match. Awesome. I think but Jackie, what were you going to say, Jackie? Awesome the match. I saw, no, I was just going to say, to me, it's kind of the curse of the, the Babyface Championship run. Uh, that, thankfully, Hangman Adam Page has escaped from. Because normally, we've talked about this before, where the joy is in the chase. And then they get it, and then it's like, oh, but now what? That's I like. I personally have always enjoyed heel championship runs because you just never know what to expect. There's always some, you know, shenanigans going on. It's 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 always unpredictable with the babyface champions because they play so much by the book. It's like it falls subject to like, oh, this is getting kind of like lackluster. It's feeling boring or something like that. I, yeah, I. They won January fifth. That was the show that we were at, and. What really has been done since but then? But like, yeah, to be fair, they've feuded with the ass boys. Like, they haven't had, like, and here's the thing, right? With this match, even this match, right? If it happens, the tag, t- the tag team champions aren't the story. The story are the Bucks and Red Dragon, and they're mm-hmm. just there with the belts. Yeah. And I think that's what takes away from it is there's nothing centered around these guys. When even yeah. when Mitchell Bros were the champion, Something was said like they they were the center of the tag division. Stuff was happening around them, and they were part of the story. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy just like oh yell apples, and it's like okay I'm gonna yell apples. But right now Red Dragon and Young Bucks are. are but doesn't it make team. you think that maybe Lucha Bros weren't supposed to lose? That like Phoenix's injury kind of threw everything for no. They call I, I I I think I had told you this um a while back. The fact that Jungle Boy's family was there in the audience yeah. at that show just lends itself to me to that they knew that he was going to take the champion. It was a moment for 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 them to be there. Mm. If they hadn't been there and they hadn't been shown the audience, I would probably agree with what you're saying that it was a, a you know a call on the fly. But the fact that they were there, I think that that was an intentional uh, change of the guard, so to speak. Mm. That's why you're the best on the show. I don't remember stuff like that. Oh, my God. I'm just wondering, though, like, okay, if let's say we need something to happen for, you know, Jurassic Express to be made more interesting. Do we get like a Christian Cage turn on them? Is that like what's going to be the catalyst? Somebody just does his own thing. (laughs) And then fucking Frankie Kazarian can go hunt elite people. (laughs) (laughs) The the elite hunter tag team. Yeah, I love that. But yeah, yeah, let's go, hard. man. Let's get they, some shirts. They need something. They need something because at this point, it's like it's going to fall flat really quick. So like you said, the story is with the Bucks and Red Dragon. I don't think that they even necessarily needed a title involved. And that's kind of why I wish somebody else would have won the match because they could tell their story without the title needing to be involved. But I don't know. I just think right now, and in, in, in AEW, they always deliver us great matches. But I think right now it's, it's kind of weird that we're seeing two of their major titles with the tag team titles and the TNT title kind of be on people we want them to be on. Like we, we like Jurassic Express, you know, we like Sammy 
and it's like they're not really doing anything feud wise with them. They're both like Sammy is now a part Sammy's of this feud, t- but Sammy's title reign's been fucking but all like, over if you the combine place. them. It's been great though. No, he's, he's had great matches, bangers. but they haven't given him like other than the Cody stuff. Well, it, he hasn't had like a. It's feud. just like this. It's just like what's happening in the tag title match. Yeah. So say when they get to this triple threat match, when Sammy Guevara feels better, <laughs> what is the storyline about? It's about Andrade and Darby. Yeah, it has nothing to do. But think, here's the weird well, that's thing: when, that's you when said they booked the TNT Bell, hasn't it? Ever since the TNT Bell came into existence, it's always been about the open challenge. Yeah, I guess belt. you're right. You There's never been a story. Threat match. You said the triple threat match couldn't happen because Sammy's hurt. But isn't Sammy wrestling Andrade Friday? No, it's not. That's not a triple threat match. That's a six no, man but like, tag. No, isn't he no, wrestling? No, Andrade's going for the oh, yeah, title you're right. Friday. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, so why couldn't we? I don't know why we have to have the cluster fuck conundrum of <laughs> six man to, just to get Matt Hardy in a match. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the TNT belt has always been the open challenge concept. Like it's always there. There hasn't been there really hasn't ever been a story with the TNT belt until the last time there was one. I, if I remember it correctly was Cody Rhodes and, and Brody Lee, but that even then, that well, was Miro very, and Kingston had a story. Yeah. That it started well. with an open challenge and yeah, it evolved and into, into a story. A- okay. Um, either way, it, it's, it's going to be red dragon and young bucks. And when I said earlier, Ant that, Red Dragon is going to help the Bucks and not turn and not cost them is because Adam Cole has been yelling at them to get along. So in order for them to get along, he's going to help the Bucks win the match, and the Bucks are going to be pissed the at Bucks Red Dragon for Bucks help. did not give a fuck when Red Dragon was getting beat down by Hangman. But they're not going to walk away. They're going to do it secretly. They're not going to make. They're going to make sure the Bucks don't see them help. Like they'll be hiding. Like Bobby Fish will be hiding under the ring, and he'll come up and grab someone's leg or something. They won't see him. I feel like they're going to cost them. Listen, we could talk about Bruno. not being not being excited about this tag team match. But one thing that I'm very excited for that I want to shout out before we get into the preview of the next week and Rampage. Shout out to Jamie Strange for finally getting her Jungle Boy meet and Ooh. greet Revolution Weekend. I cannot right. wait to not yeah. only see the pictures, but to hear the story. Oh, this is going to be so great, right? Strange vlog. Strange vlog. Now we got to get Ant to meet Jade. <laughs> That's the ultimate goal. And we're going to have to bring we some smelling salts. It looks like I, it'll, it'll look like I'm ready to go pole vaulting. Don't worry. I'll bring some, <laughs> I'll bring some smelling salts. <laughs> I'll get you to wake up. Yo, look, Phil met me the first time I met Nikki, and I was like, my, my legs were shaking. Have, we, he have saw we ever me. told you that story, Kyle? Then he saw. Then, then he was with the me the show. Then he was yeah. with okay, me the, fifth, the time, after show. fifth time I met Nikki, and she was she knew who I was and was hugging me, and it was yeah, it was awesome. Well, right before we get out of here because we are running long, there's a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes. I always to run long, baby. It's my so secret. rampage preview: We have Orange Cassidy versus Anthony Bowens. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa do a contract signing. Sammy has that match against the Johnny that Ann was talking about for the TNT title, and Serena Deeb's rookie challenge. And then a little preview for Dynamite next week. We have the second part of the Tag Team Casino Battle Royale, whatever that's going to mean, who's going to be in it. Maybe we see a surprise team from another company come in, or maybe it's just the Bucks like we all kind of assume it's going to be. And we get the return of Hangman, Silver, and Reynolds versus Adam Cole and Red Dragon. So I think they're, I think Hangman and uh, Dark Order, they're called the good, the bad, and the hungry. So we get to see that <laughs> team again, which would be really, really fun. But as we get out of here, I'd like to remind you to follow the show at Elite. P-O-V on Twitter and 
Instagram. You can follow me at Philium Elite. You could uh, support the show at patreon.com slash elite POV, youtube.com slash elite POV for all replays and some cool stuff that we have coming. Uh, Jamie's going to do a vlog of Revolution Weekend. So that's something you should look forward to. If you guys remember Jackie's incredible vlog once she went to WrestleCade, it's going to be similar to that. So definitely look forward to that. And um, ElitePOVMerch.com to get all the great stuff we have coming up. But Jackie, let everybody know where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter at LoveYouMake24 and on Instagram at JaxTheDrawPOV. And let them know. Well, if you're in this chat, it means you're on Twitch right now. So I'm going to share my link. This is my gaming channel, Defiant. Um, Every time I game, it's pretty much with the Elite POV crew. And it gets a little crazy, so follow me there. And make sure you follow Alliance Wrestling Fed. And if you did not sign up for the E-Fed, please reach out for Kyle and I. Because next week, Kyle and I start working on the E-Fed shit. And life will never be the same for us. No. (laughs) (laughs) And Kyle, let them know where they can follow you. You guys can follow me at All Elite Kyle on Twitter. Follow the E-Federation that Amy was just talking about on Twitter. Twitter.com slash AWF underscore E-Fed. Uh, we have the draft this Saturday night, guys. It's going to be fun. There's a lot of people in the chat. I got my new. handle captain ready, baby. Let's yeah, do it. There's actually people in the chat here that are going to be new to the RE Fed who are fans of Elite POV. You guys are going to want to tune in to that Twitch channel this Saturday, twitch.tv slash Alliance Wrestling Fed. Um, you, if not, we'll retweet it with the Elite POV Twitter account. You guys can get to it easily that way. Um, it'll be 9 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday for that draft. We're going to draft the rosters. Um and then Sunday, we have our very last pay-per-view, um, kind of like a spring teaser to the new season of AWF, and it'll be the last paper we do with 2K19 before we uh, put that up on the Hall of Fame shelf for one of the best yeah. wrestling games of all time. <laughs> At the same time, the one of the shittiest games of all time. But um, yeah, we have a lot of cool stuff planned for that, a lot of cool stuff planned for the Patreon guys. Stay tuned. I'm almost done with the one project. I just have to film the match, and then I can get it out to you guys. I ran a poll for all you guys, I put together the video package and everything is going to be really cool. I'll just have to film the match and then get it out to you guys. And we just, we have a lot of cool stuff coming to Patreon. So thank you to all our supporters out there, all our patrons that continue to support us each and every single month. And we are going to be doing the after show right after this, answering your questions out there. And, and Jamie Strange is going to be on it after she just got Jungle Boy tickets. So she's, she's going to be hyped to shit. She's going to be hyped. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good show. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Elite P. O-V. And remember, you don't need a hat to be a cowboy. We'll see you next week. Bye.